All right, welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark, the number one stock market show on Spotify and one of the most popular market updates on YouTube. So in this show, we are going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. Today is Tuesday, January 24th, and yesterday, stocks closed higher. Tesla and Apple benefit from China reopening. Semiconductors yesterday surged almost 5%. Now 57 of the 500 companies in the S&P have reported earnings. 63% beat expectation. Bitcoin hits an eight-month high. So what's next and how are we trading these markets? By the way, if this is your first time here, I'm Marcus Hotcutter. This super smart guy over there is my head coach, Mark Hodge. And we're real traders who trade live accounts. So we got a lot of trading experience and we are showing you how we trade these crazy markets. So trust me, we know our stuff and we're not afraid to tell you like it is. So if you're here to look for some honest insights into the fascinating world of trading, you're definitely in the right place. And with that said, let's hop over to the S&P 500 mark and a really good day yesterday. Yeah, I can't complain at all, Marcus. Uh, real nice back-to-back uh, -back sessions. Actually, yesterday, the S&P finishing up 1.2%, but even more impressive, uh, pulling away from that 4,000 level and also closing above those highs that were established in January. Yeah, plus also above the 200-day moving average. So, I mean, all technicals right now are pointing to possibly being in this range between 4,400. I mean, I don't see us breaking out significantly here, especially with the looming Fed meeting next week and earnings season being or getting into full swing this week. Exactly. So we have earnings season in the spotlight, but... Uh, I mean, we just can't avoid the fact that there is a Fed meeting next week. And right now we're during we're in that uh, quiet period for the Fed. So members can't talk about things. Um, but hey, nonetheless, stocks want to rally. And then we had an interesting uh, morning this morning. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's actually talk about that first, because there was not a whole lot going on on the economic calendar. I mean, Flash Services PMI came out a little bit better than expected, but as said, wow, there was some excitement this morning uh, so that all of this went basically into the background. And here's what yeah, happened. So, yeah, go ahead. So here we are. We're with our mastermind members uh, doing a call, our, our Tuesday morning check-in call, looking for opportunities together. And uh, a mastermind member mentioned Wells Fargo. Uh, WFC is the ticker and how things look pretty weird. Like what a huge move with Wells Fargo. Um, and then I'm going through a list looking at different opportunities that we might consider trading and Nucor and UE, a similar scenario, uh, MasterCard also MA. And we realized there's something wonky going like this. This is a normal market move. This is a data issue. Uh, it seemed like it could be exchange related. And that was exactly it, Marcus. Yeah, exactly. Because we couldn't see anything like this mirroring in the indices. And if we had some crazy news coming out, I mean, we would see this yeah. in the indices. And uh, this were nothing like this. And then we heard that uh, it is actually the New York Stock Exchange that had a Delta uh, data problem. Dozens of stocks being halted. Uh, it has been resolved. But uh, it was a pretty big issue because of this volatility. Uh, you see, when, when you see volatility like this, uh, by default, stocks are being halted because we assume that there's some news moving in. 
So, and it was mainly uh, Dow Jones stocks that were affected. Yeah, it was it was really interesting. And, and so you typically don't have halts taking place, but, it, you know, it is a mechanism in the market to slow things down if, if there is, a, you know, just these extreme moves. Um, we haven't heard exactly what was going on, uh, but it definitely made for an interesting morning trying to uh, figure out what was going on. It didn't really lead to a trading opportunity because we had option spreads uh, widen and actually options markets were showing us that this probably isn't true um, with where we had, um, you know, premium in the options market. Uh, nonetheless, it was uh, something you don't see every day. Yeah, definitely. And this were also, uh, there was a lot of confusion in the first 30 minutes of trading where traders said, okay, what's happening here? Some of the stocks, I mean, McDonald's, Verizon, all of them were affected, are all over the place. And we talked about it with our mastermind members. I mean, if I were a hedge fund responsible for moving hundreds of millions of dollars and I have a few dozen traders, I would tell them, okay, y'all take a break right now. I mean, y'all grab some coffee until we know what the heck is happening and we get reliable data. Because until now, the data still hasn't been corrected, which is quite normal, right? I mean, this will be corrected by the end of the day. Uh, while right now, officials are still trying to scramble and figuring out what happened and which of this data will be allowed and which one will be rolled back. Also, uh, potentially, if any trades have been taking place there, they could be rolled back, right, Mark? Exactly. So they'll scrub the data and they could bust some trades that were put uh, or were actually executed in uh, in a market that uh, wasn't providing uh, quotes that were accurate. So um, we'll, we'll see how it all works out. But uh, interesting morning. Yeah. And this is why, uh, again, as we said, on the economic calendar, we did have uh, the uh, the flash services PMI coming better than expected, but right at the point where everybody was just scratching their head and say, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, and remember too, uh, with these uh, flash uh, PMI readings, yes, it was higher than expected, but the key is that 50 level because below 50 is gonna be contraction uh, versus um, expansion above 50. So even though it was a little higher than expected, I, I don't really consider this like a a, a real uh, positive or, or a, a strange thing because we we want to pay attention to that 50 mark. Yeah. So anyhow, we will look at our trades right now. It seems that markets are finding their footage and moving slightly higher. I mean, we are right now trading in all three major indices around the unchanged mark from yesterday because Again, I would be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if today trading volume is a little bit lighter because with with the data issue, you don't have reliable data of how certain stocks opened and traded in the first few minutes here. Yeah, that that could definitely be true, and until that gets officially resolved, and, and there's comment on what took place, what actually happened. Yeah. Well, we'll take a look at our trades and opportunities that we were looking at here in just a moment. But one thing I want to mention, because I mean, Bitcoin, geez, Bitcoin right now hovering around 23,000. Uh, I mean, it was uh, just a few weeks ago, as low as 16,000, then quickly climbed up to the 21,000 level, was trading around 21,000, now trading at levels that we haven't seen since uh, August last year. 
pretty impressive move. Uh, what's that? Four or five month highs there. Uh, it's yeah. you know the the momentum seems to have slowed a little bit, but what a a, a big move there. Uh, gold, uh, Marcus is also um, hitting uh, highs that it hasn't seen since April. Not the extreme move that we have in in Bitcoin, but interesting to see um, gold. Uh, at and these that's highs. interesting because. Uh, gold is considered to be the the safe haven, right? And uh, I, I mean, this is where you would think, okay, is the recession on the table? But then you also see stocks rallying, and I think with uh, with gold, it's just a matter that gold is still catching up because gold hasn't moved a whole lot over the past two years in a very narrow range of uh, seventeen hundred to nineteen hundred, basically. And this is where there are so many different layers to the market where that sometimes what seems to be a no brainer is actually very complex and complicated because in a recessionary high interest environment, gold as a, a you know, a safe haven, if we are looking at recessions and, and concerns over uh, what's going to happen in the U.S. economy, uh, but you also have to uh, keep in mind that the U.S. dollar was so strong for so long. And Marcus, if you bring up DXY, the U.S. dollar index, this this kind of gives you the reasoning behind gold's move. Because when the dollar is strong, metals are, are weak and vice versa. Now we see the dollar index coming down and gold's finally making that move that you would expect in this type of environment. Yeah. All right, uh, let's take a look at our positions and also uh, possibly new positions. So, uh, I mean, right now, since I got called away on NVIDIA, just looking at CTRA and Google and CTRA, I mean, gosh darn it, you were right again. <laughs> so yesterday, you saw calls against our existing position. I said, no. I see that we are moving higher here. I'm holding out a little bit. And then this morning at first, I thought, oh my gosh, we are trading as high as 2620. And I thought I was right. But then CTRA, also one of the stocks that was affected by this craziness with the New York Stock Exchange. So not as crazy as, uh, as the others, but so quickly pulling back. I mean, this was within a few seconds. And ever since, yeah, dang, did I miss this one again? It's only Tuesday. It's only Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll have to we'll have to see. But um, I'm I'm happy that I sold calls yesterday. Yeah. So you sold call, calls last week. Uh, you sold calls yesterday. I was holding out a little bit. Missed it last week, and we will see what happens here this week. So don't have any calls sold against my existing position. Google, I mean, yesterday great run. Also this morning, looking good, pushing higher. Now, you got assigned at 104. I got assigned at 108. So uh, for you, it needs to move probably above 100, taking out yesterday's high. Then you might be able to sell calls against your existing position. Yeah, I was keeping an eye on those 104 calls yesterday, and there was some decent premium there. Not enough to get that 30% ROI that we like to get when we're selling calls. It came close. And uh, I would say that at this point, we really probably need to get up to 150 cents. Uh, that should be enough. We'll, we'll just have to see. But this is on my radar for today. Yeah, definitely climbing back into call selling territory after being down here for quite a while and we have not been able to sell calls. Now getting close, will it happen today or sometime later? I mean, the big one today is Microsoft. So Microsoft is reporting earnings after the bell. 
the first of the big tech companies reporting earnings. Yeah, that will be interesting. Could set the tone for the remainder of the week. Um, yeah, uh, Microsoft. We'll just have to see. We'll see. So uh, we looked at a few other opportunities this morning, but really not a whole lot going on. So, I mean, I'm taking always notes after I'm looking at a stock already on the chart. And these are notes that I put on there a few weeks ago. For example, Antero Resource Group. I mean, technically, this looks great. I mean, wouldn't you say that technically this chart looks fantastic? It's exactly what we are looking for when we are trading the wealth strategy. Yeah, nice ranges, uh, seems to be orderly and some decent support there. So, uh, yeah. Right. And then uh, we, we are right here at the lowest close indicator that we have. But uh, this is why we always like to look at the fundamentals and we like to look at low PE ratio. And this is where we see if we look at the annual statement that basically four out of the last five years, they have been operating at a loss. And this is where I say, I don't want to have a company that is not growing, that is operating at a loss. And so when I determine this, this is when I'm putting a, a quick note on my screen. And you see here, it says, look at the fundamentals four out of the last five years operating at a loss, because it just makes it easier for me as I'm going through the stock. For example, the next one, EQT, another one, no, just technically, Mark, not looking too bad here, right? Yeah, it looks like uh, we're breaking down into a lower range, but there's been some key support there holding up. So I would agree. Yeah, but then I found my note here, check the fundamentals, they're all over the place. So I took another quick look here. And uh, even though we see a low P ratio that we like to see, and we see a dividend yield, so they are paying dividend, we see that quarterly it's all over the place and the same annually. So again, uh, losing four out of the last five years here, and this is where, for us, that would be a no. Because ultimately, with the wheel strategy, you want to actually trade stocks or sell puts on stocks that you do want to own. Right, Mark? Exactly. And especially in this market environment that we have, it pays to, to be a little more conservative, focusing on value rather than growth. And if a company wasn't profitable over the last couple of years, I mean, come on, what are you doing? <laughs> and this is going back to uh, when, when we look at, uh, at the positions that we are in here, for example, CTRA, just to show you why we picked that stock over the others. So if you look at uh, CTRA here, uh, we see that annually, I mean, look at this. This is nice and orderly. 2020, yes, uh, low revenue, but still profitable, which I like because 2020 was rough for many companies. First year of the pandemic and now back in full swing. So this is why we like these kind of companies definitely better than uh, what popped up earlier here on the scanner. So on the scanner, not a whole lot, probably because uh, there's low volume today because of this data issue. And uh, yeah, the market's just diddling around. I mean, right now, this, this up move uh, that we started seeing here in the beginning of the session has already stopped. Yeah, I mean, right now we're we're mixed, maybe slightly lower, but you know the rule of thumb: sell puts on down days, sell calls on up days, and with a mixed day that's relatively flat, not really looking for a whole lot. And uh, we could see if the the tide changes, and uh, we have some more opportunities later today or tomorrow. 
for me, I'm keeping an eye on Google. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the scanner refreshes every two minutes, so we might see some more opportunities. And we, we just very briefly uh, talked about how we pick the stocks. Uh, we actually have a video where we show it in more detail on this side. Take a look at this one. If this stock market update was helpful, give us a like, subscribe to the channel, and then we'll see you again tomorrow. Happy trading, everybody.